This Day in History class is a production of iHeartRadio. Hello, and welcome to This Day in History class, a show that explores the past one day at a time. I'm Gabe Luzier, and in this episode, we're talking about a botched attempt at Spanish conquest that left a group of humbled explorers stranded in Texas. The day was November 6th, 1528. Spanish explorer Alvar Núñez Cabeza de Vaca became the first European to set foot on land that would later become the state of Texas. Notable though it was, his arrival was also unintentional. Cabeza de Vaca and his crew had been trying to sail from Florida to Tampico, Mexico, but when bad weather blew them off course, they wound up shipwrecked along the Texas coast instead. Things hadn't gone well for the crew in Florida, so when they set sail, they did so aboard five makeshift rafts. Two of the rafts, including the one captained by Cabeza de Vaca, washed ashore on present-day Follett's Island, just off the coast of Texas. This means the captain, about 80 or 90 other Spaniards, and at least one enslaved African man were the first to reach the Lone Star State from foreign shores. Cabeza de Vaca, which means cow's head in Spanish, was born in Jarez de la Frontera, in the south of Spain. The year of his birth is unknown, but is thought to be sometime between 1487 and 1492. He joined the Spanish army as an adult and was later appointed the treasurer and first lieutenant of an expedition to Mexico in 1527. The head of the expedition was the conquistador Panfilo de Narvaez, who left Spain that summer with five ships. He and his fleet had been authorized by Charles I to settle and colonize the region between Florida and present-day Tampico, Mexico. After spending the winter in Cuba, the expedition landed on the Florida coast in April of 1528, and it's here that Narvaez made the fatal error that got Cabeza de Vaca and the rest of the crew shipwrecked. Narvaez decided to send 300 men and about 40 horses inland to scout the lands to the north, while his ships and the rest of the crew continued on to Tampico. Narvaez was under the mistaken impression that he and the others would only have to hike about 30 or 40 miles before making it to the rendezvous point in Mexico. But in reality, the actual distance along the coast was 1,500 miles. In effect, Narvaez had just stranded himself and 300 others in the wilds of the Florida Peninsula, cut off from their ships and with just enough food to last a few weeks. After four months of wandering, more than 50 men had died, so the survivors decided to take their chances at sea. With just one carpenter in the group, the best they could manage were five flimsy wooden rafts, with sails made from their own shirts and trousers. Each raft was loaded with fewer than 50 men, plus about six horses, which were killed for food on every third day at sea. The overloaded rafts had to be sailed close to shore, 
as they only rose about six inches above the water. They launched the rafts on September 22nd, hoping to reach the closest known Spanish settlement before their food ran out. The first month of the voyage passed uneventfully, but then winds kicked up and the raft spent a full two weeks battling the waves. During the storm, the five rafts lost sight of each other. Three of them, including the one captained by Narvaez, were lost at sea. The other two eventually landed along the Texas coast, with the raft captained by Cabeza de Vaca being the first on November 6th. Unfortunately, life on land didn't prove much easier than life on a raft. By spring of 1529, Cabeza de Vaca and 14 others were the only ones left alive of those who had made it to shore. A year later, the survivors parted ways, with a few men remaining on the island where they'd landed, and most of the others heading down the coast toward Mexico. As for Cabeza de Vaca, he went to the Texas mainland, where he eked out a living by trading medical treatment to the Native American population in exchange for food. Two years later, in 1532, Cabeza de Vaca finally decided to make a break for Mexico. On his way down the coast, he came across the three surviving men who had left for Mexico in the spring of 29, but apparently never got there. Instead, they had been enslaved by a Native American tribe. Cabeza de Vaca met the same fate, and the Spaniards became known from then on as the Four Ragged Castaways. Reunited with his countrymen, Cabeza de Vaca finally learned the fate of the rest of the Narvaez expedition. All of them were dead. Many had drowned, others died of starvation or exposure, and the rest had been killed by Native Americans. Of the original 300 who set to shore in Florida, only the four ragged castaways remained, representing a 1.5% survival rate. Eventually, in the summer of 1534, the four men were able to escape captivity and flee south toward the Rio Grande. Two years later, they finally arrived in Spanish-occupied Mexico City, having walked barefoot from Texas for about 2,400 miles. Cabeza de Vaca later published an account of his grueling eight-year odyssey titled simply Relacion, or Account. The book included the first written descriptions of the region's landscape, flora, fauna, and people. In this way, Cabeza de Vaca is not just the first European to reach the land that would one day become Texas, he was the first historian as well. I'm Gabe Luzier, and hopefully you now know a little more about history today than you did yesterday. If you have a second and you're so inclined, look us up on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram at TDIHCshow. And if you have any thoughts or comments to share, you can send them my way at thisday at iheartmedia.com. Thanks to Chandler Mays for producing the show, and thank you for listening. I'll see you back here again tomorrow for another day in history class. For more podcasts from iHeartRadio, visit the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you listen to your favorite shows.